This is Jensen, and you are listening to a Hint of Everything podcast. Jensen, and I'm here with somebody so special. So, so special. Introduce yourself, homegirl. My name is Taylor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little voice crack. A little voice crack. Um, Taylor is one of my really good friends, and she is... No, no. She's one of my best friends. And not only that, but she is... She's a genius. She's skilled... <laughs> She's she's a health coach, and we're going to talk about that, but, you know, we'll get into that in a second. Welcome back to another episode. It's Thursday. Well, if you're listening to it, it's a Thursday. It's not <laughs> Taylor, you look, you're like, mm, it's not Thursday. It's definitely Tuesday. No, but if you're listening to this currently, it's Thursday. I think I say that in every single episode. When I start it, I say, if you're listening to this when it's coming out, it's Thursday, but I should just... I start everything off, uh-huh. I start it all off the same every week. It's hard not it's to. Consistency. Consistency, it's not a I guess. Thing. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You are a health coach. <laughs> yeah, I am a health coach. That's <laughs> probably one of the things you say. <laughs> well, let's do a little introduction. Okay. So, first, tell us who you are. Who is Taylor? Who is Taylor? Yeah. All right. Well, I am Taylor. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, I grew up in good old Utah. Grew up dancing. That's where me and Jensen met. That's right. Oh yeah, good That's times. I met everybody. Odyssey. Uh, good times. Oh, good ODP. times. ODP. I met my husband my senior of high school. High school sweetheart. High school sweetheart. Oh, I never like really realized that you guys are high school sweethearts. Well, people always say that when I tell them that we met in high school, but then I they're like, oh, you're high school sweethearts. So if you're like, yeah, I get. Well, we dated for eight months. In yeah. high school. Yeah. So, like, I guess technically, like, we met in high school, but I always picture high school sweethearts, like, you dated, like, like all in high, high school. school. Yeah, that makes but, sense. But, I mean, we were babies. So, yeah, we dated in high school, got married in March of 2021, so almost two years. I love cooking and baking and walks in the gym and learning new things, all that good stuff. I love a good hot chocolate drink. <laughs> it's a very important fact <laughs> is. about Taylor. She loves a good hot chocolate drink. Me too. Yeah. Especially a healthy hot chocolate. Yes. Mm. Literally the other day, mm. me and Jake were talking. He's like, what stuff do you love? Because we were writing talks and he's like, you love walks and hot chocolate and reading. Oh, yeah. What are you reading right now? I'm reading a book called What Alice Forgot. And it's about, what did she forget? She forgot... <laughs> Everything. Or everything. Everything. I guess. No, it's good. She forgot ten years of her whole life. Oh whoa. So it's like she's like thinks it's nineteen ninety eight, but it's two thousand eight and she has like three kids and she can't remember them and it's wild. Whoa, it's good. whoa. Yeah. How far into it are you? I'm like a little like maybe a third of the way. I would say I would recommend it at this point, probably like yeah, a nine or ten out of ten. Like if you just want like a good read and it's interesting, it's good. What's your ten out of ten? 
my 10 out of 10 book. Yeah, like, um, what is your number one book you recommend everybody? A Man everybody? Called Ove is oh. so good. Have you read that? Never, never oh. even heard of it. Really? Never even heard of it. Okay, it's really good, and there's a movie coming, well, there's already a movie called A Man Called Ove, it's a Swedish film, because oh. the guy in it is Swedish, and there's a movie coming out, A Man Called Otto, with Tom Hanks, <gasps> and it's the Americanized version oh, of the no book. Oh, no way. I've heard of that one. Yes. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's an Americanized version of the book, A Man Called Ove, and it's, oh, it's so good. What is it like? What kind of book is it? It's just, it's a fiction book, and it's just about this, like, grumpy old man and this, like, family that moves next door to him, but it kind of, like, goes to flashbacks of him and his wife, and I can't remember the whole, it was, I read it a few years ago, I've been wanting to read it again, but it's, like, just, like, a feel-good, but also, like, cry, like, you'll make you cry. It's it a book. It's a good, mm-hmm. Nice. It's good. So that's probably my 10 out of 10 book. Nice. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yes. Well, I kind of got distracted there, but. Okay, well, I start off every episode with okay. the peach in the pit okay. of my week. Uh-huh. <laughs> you the voice the voice. Again. I, I love Jake it. told me, actually, she's like, bring your water so your voice sounds okay. Oh, <laughs> your voice sounds just gorgeous to me. I just woke up with a little. A little horse. A little horse in my throat. <laughs> a little horse in your throat. <laughs> so, peach and pit is the mm-hmm. highlight and the low light of your week. So, okay. tell us, what what is, I always say us also. Uh-huh. Sorry, it's just. I feel like me and this microphone are us. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Tell me, what was the peach of your week? Sorry, you and your audience. Me and my audience. Yeah. I mean, my audience. Yes. The peach in the pit of my week. Peach. Oh, of my week? Or can it be on my day? Because it's only it can Tuesday. Be, so I don't well, know if I, like, what if I have other, I mean, whatever. Know, just the, the highlight peach, so far. Yeah, it doesn't even have so to be far. week. It can be just the peach of, like, the last little while okay. of your life. It could be week. It could be month. It could be year. It can be, all right. It could be day. It could be hour. For me, really has probably been working on my health coaching stuff. I've been taking some time away from some other things to focus more on this. And so that's been awesome. And it's been super exciting and that's super so fun. Good. Yeah. That's so fun. So what do you mean working on it? Um, just I've been working with a couple people. Well, uh, I'm going to start like coaching out of a chiropractor office And so he's been helping me kind of, especially with my brand, has, like, really been, like, mentoring me without me asking him to. Has just been, like, he created his own brand. So he's, like, has been really helpful in, like, telling me things and giving me a lot of opportunities. The chiropractor? Mm Mm-hmm. And I've also worked with one of my friend's moms who does a lot of stuff for doTERRA. And she has been a huge mentor to me. She's been in the health and wellness industry doing coaching and all sorts of stuff for the past like 30 years it's always is cool and like validating when people like see value in like the things that you're offering so that's been super awesome and fun for me that's good yeah it feels good work on something especially mm-hmm. something you're something passionate, passionate about, about. Yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. okay that's good okay what about pit the low light oh. of your could have been week could have been day okay month year yeah whatever i feel like i haven't gotten like sick sick but I just feel like I've had this lingering yeah, thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There hasn't been a day where I've woke up and I've just been totally, like, out mm-hmm. for the day. Yeah. But I just, like, I just can't quite get it to go away. Some days it's okay, but I just, like, feel like there's this lingering you mucus. Know, mucusy. Yeah. Like, it's just not, like, yeah. you just don't feel mm-hmm. you have all the energy and, you know. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same. Literally... I got, well, I got, like, kind of sick. No, no, no. I was pre- I was sickish. A month and a half ago, maybe. Yeah. But even now, 
it's always it's always when I'm doing burpees. <laughs> <laughs> when I start doing burpees, it's like all the mucus from my yeah, inside comes up. And like, up. I just like, need to oh, go no. blow my nose and like, yeah. oh, it's, it's sorry. That is so no. disgusting. It is the worst. So when you're at the gym and you're like, yeah. any like endurance type thing, yeah. you can like fill it feel in it. your chest. Mm-hmm. 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 It's always burpees. If you're yes. like ever sick, especially with like a mucus, uh-huh. a mucus illness. Yeah burpees it'll burpees will it'll get clear you. you out actually you know what maybe if you're maybe trying to get good. all out yeah, yeah just, just do burpees i mean all that jumping and all that yeah up and down you get a workout and, yeah. and you get yeah you work and you get a little out there who needs a neti pot yeah when you got a burpee. you have burpees when you have burpees yeah. okay well we had a little we had a little hint a little hint of everything <laughs> with your health coaching but let's let's dive into it okay actually we kind of gave a brief history of how we know each other we grew mm-hmm. up dancing we also grew yes. up Going to the same high school. Mm-hmm. Taylor was and a middle, year... Or, uh, middle school? Yeah. 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 We, we were on dance. <laughs> 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 the same time. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I was like... I forgot the about same that. Frequency. Yeah, we were like, wait. We were both uh, in <laughs> dance company together yes. in middle school. Yeah, that's that was right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we were on the same dance company at the studio we danced at, mm-hmm. but... Really, we got close... I feel like we got close when Amber left on our mission. Yes. And we started hanging out all the time. Yeah. And then she, so Taylor was a year younger than me, but we were still one of my best friends. So, mm-hmm. and then if you listened a couple weeks ago with Amber, crazy enough, Amber and Taylor are actually sisters. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. And so it was always fun because I felt like I was like the middle sister because mm-hmm. Amber was a year older than me. Taylor's a year younger than me. And so I was like in the middle. Skylar the Skylar sisters. The Skylar sisters. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that we'd call each other the Skylar oh, sisters. Oh, that's hilarious. That is funny. Yeah. Well, that's brief history. Yes. Brief history. But let's, let's jump into health coaching. So what right. is health coaching? Because yeah, I know there's like health coaching. Mm-hmm. Well, here's in my head. I'm like, what's the difference between a health coach, a life coach, yeah. a physical trainer, uh-huh. a, like a dietitian. Yeah. And nutritionist, nutritionist, like all those things. What, what are you and what do you do? So health coaching is basically, it's someone who mentors you for your specific like health goals and making lifestyle changes. It's very personalized to the individual. Whereas with, you know, maybe a physical trainer, you would see, you know, you're on this set workout plan or with, you know, dietetics, it's, you're doing this certain diet, you're eating these certain things, you're following this. As a health coach, like, you're you're working through, like, lifestyle changes and whatnot, which a life coach does as well, but life coach has more of a focus on, like, your career, that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas health coach, it is, it is very health focused, but at the same time, that encompasses a lot of different things. So not only your food choices, but you know, how you manage stress, what kind of, like, sleep you get, um, what your relationships look like, what your day-to-day, as far as, like, your lifestyle goes, you know, how much movement are you getting? I mean, I guess the stress and sleep, those all kind of play into those lifestyle things. So it's, it's kind of as a combination of, um, like, a nutritionist and a life coach kind of wrapped all up Mm -hmm. into one you kind of take aspects from both of those things wrap it up in a pretty little package little yeah tie a bow on top nice so what school did you go to like what was your training so i went through the institute for integrative nutrition i believe it is the oldest 
health coaching certification there is. So it's been around for over 30 years. It's based out of New York. Obviously, with COVID, they made it all online. So I was able to do it from here, which was nice because otherwise that probably would have been really tricky to do. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I did my certification through IAN. How long did it take you? Um, they have two programs. They have one that's a year and they have an accelerated one that's six months. And I did the six month program. What do you like learn in your... So training? you learn a big part of IAN's um, like coaching theory is about primary food which is the food off of your plate. So they view those things as the primary thing. So your, again, your relationships, how you manage stress. So it's not actually food. It's It's not actually food. Oh. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's your primary food is, and I think there's 12 different, there's 12 different things. And there's a thing called a circle of life. And you kind of, you rate where you're at on those and depending on where you like put the dots in the circle, it's really easy to see where the imbalances are. Because you might be like really well-rounded in your relationships and your career, but maybe home, like home cooking is one of them, and maybe that's something you struggle with. And so, you know, if, it's really easy to see where the imbalances are depending on where you place yourself kind of on that scale. Yeah. So that's a big focus for them. And then, yeah, the mm-hmm. secondary food is the food on your plate, the actual food that you're eating. Oh. Yeah interesting yeah it is super interesting so they like they go through kind of all those different portions of the circle of life you learn a lot about hormone health you learn about physical side about stress management you kind of you learn it all really Mm -hmm. what are you most passionate about you're probably passionate about it all but yeah what do you just you can't stop learning about Mm -hmm. i think for me i've always have loved food and for me I'm super passionate and have loved learning about the power that food holds and there are so many other things that play into your health but I think people feel like they have to restrict themselves or that that always seems to be people's first thought when they're like want to get healthier and need to make changes they feel like they need to restrict all these things but I believe that there's a place for all the different foods you have you know foods for fuel food is also very much a source of enjoyment and pleasure and got that right yeah food is around you know it's like think about where you gather in your home is usually in your kitchen or when you gather with friends or family it's usually around it's such an amazing thing and it brings people together but then also if you have you know too much of one or the other too much just fueling your body and so much restriction you're going to have a really negative relationship with food, but also vice versa. If you're always eating for enjoyment and for pleasure, then you're not going to be very healthy and you're going to also have an unhealthy relationship with food just in a different way. I'm super passionate about helping people find that balance and I just love learning about all the different foods and the different ways it acts in our body. And Why do you think you're passionate about it? Growing up, I did so many diets when I was in high school. Like, I would try keto. I would, like, no sugar or all, just all sorts of things. Mm Because you just, that's what you see. And so you feel like that's what you need to do. And I also, like, I was afraid of a lot of foods. I love salads still. But I think I really, I would only ever eat salads. Because in your head, you think, oh, it's a salad. It's healthy. All these other Mm -hmm. things are not healthy. But it's very possible to eat things that are healthy that aren't salads like Mm -hmm. salads are great of course but I was so afraid to eat anything else 
or to have any desserts or any of these things. And also because people would always tell like, oh yeah, Taylor, she eats so healthy. So I had this in my mind that like, oh, I have to eat so perfect because yeah, like people fitness. think that. Exactly. I totally can relate. So then, and then when yeah. people make the comments of like, oh, Taylor's eating a brownie, and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and you're like, like I, I, just, eat a brownie? I just yeah. want to enjoy the brownie. Like, I never said I don't eat these things. Yeah. So I think in high school, and probably through like my younger, I mean, I'm still a young adult, but my early, early adult years, I just, I struggle with having a fear of food. Mm-hmm. And I think that I feel like I'm going to have gotten to a really good place now of being able to eat balanced and that's kind of more my goal now is eating balanced versus eating healthy yeah if that makes sense how how, I don't know what do you think is like the one thing that people I guess that could change how they perceive food Mm -hmm. if like you used to feel that way but now you don't like what's helped you I think just taking I mean you have, have to take it one step at a time but I think something that's really helped me is Moving from a place of restriction, right? Like, instead of restricting these foods, there's a method that I learned in school called crowding out. And so you don't restrict yourself of anything. You know, like, if you want, let's say you're at a a Christmas party. If you want a dessert, have the dessert. But crowd out your food, like, your plate with lots of different variety of food. Make sure you're getting your protein, get in your vegetables, you know, get a good variety of these things. Crowd out your plate with really, really good things and then allow yourself to have the treat. Mm-hmm. Instead of either just indulging and in having so many of the treats that you feel sick and you're imbalanced and your blood sugar is spiking and, you know, you're going to just feel gross and then you're like, oh, why did I do that? And you're going to have all these, you know, those negative feelings yeah. with it. Or restricting yourself so hard that you just feel unsatisfied. You're just like, I really wanted to enjoy this brownie, but I can't have that. I can't have that. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to eat these foods. And you feel unsatisfied. Yeah. So I think a good place to start is, I guess, find what that balance means for you. It's kind of like a trial and error. But it's really, I mean, that's, that really is where working with a health coach comes into play with a lot of people. Because for some people, it's really hard to like, okay, well, how do I know if I am doing this right? How do I know if I'm eating balance? How do I know if I'm eating the right foods or that I'm crowding out in the right way or that it's okay for me to have this thing? And Or, you know, if you do overindulge or whatnot, it's like having somebody to talk to you of like, okay, well, why do you think that you did that? And that's a big part of what health coaches do is to kind of help you work through those different things. With everyone, it's it's different. Some people struggle with eating too much of just, you know, the good, like, in very sweet things. And some people struggle with, like, feeling restricting themselves so much. Mm-hmm. So I think just starting, starting slow, taking small baby steps to it instead of just trying to go, like, all in. Yeah. You know, because I feel like yeah. that's always when people, like, if you try, like, I'm never going to do this again or I'm only going to eat like this. Mm-hmm. Rather than just taking small step towards it, I think yeah. is always small, consistent steps. Yeah. So it, it seems like everybody can kind of benefit from a health coach. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's perfect at health. Yeah. So it's like everybody struggles in different ways. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the biggest thing that people struggle with when it comes to health mm-hmm. besides food? Or like, what are some of the things that are, because mm-hmm. I feel like most people think of food, but like yes. what, and you kind of talked about, there's all the primary foods. Like mm-hmm. what are, what's something else that people struggle with a lot? That's not just like yeah. diet and exercise. For really. sure. 
Um, I think a big one, two big ones, I think, are stress management and sleep. Ooh. Yeah. Mm, those are both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm horrible at both yeah. of those. It's, and it really, like... I think people have a misconception, first off, with stress, that it's like, how do I get rid of my stress? I either, I don't know how to get rid of it. Stress is going to be there. You're going to have things that are stressful in your life, and it's not always a bad thing, but learning how to manage stressful situations and stress, I think people could really benefit from, and I think it's something a lot of people don't do. And then, yeah, the other one being sleep. I think sleep is a very underrated and undervalued in all the benefits that there is with getting like good rest like what benefit i mean think of like if you if you were to get an injury if you let's say if you were to break your ankle crank my ankle crank your ankle the doctor's gonna tell you to rest mm-hmm. right and if you ignore that advice and you just keep walking around on it you're gonna make it worse you're gonna put stress on it it's not gonna heal properly it's gonna affect other things Same thing with your sleep. Your body goes through a lot of different things in a day. It needs that rest to be able to regenerate and to be able to, you know, give you enough energy for the next day. And also, you know, when you don't sleep, your cortisol levels stay higher. So you're going to be more susceptible to stress. You're going to have more cravings. Your satiating hormone is not going to work properly. So you're going to overeat. There's so many things that it plays into. And it's it's super, super overrated. And especially as you get older, you know, as you're like younger, maybe in like high school, you might be able to get away with it a little bit more. Run off of fumes. Yeah. <laughs> run off fumes a lot. Literally. Easier. Sometimes I think I'm like, how did I like yeah. function? I don't yeah. know. Because now, like, I totally, I can tell when I don't get enough sleep. I feel more emotional. I feel more on edge. You just don't feel, you feel just kind of groggy. And What do you think, like, let's say I came to you. I'm not getting enough sleep. Like, what do I, like, what what would you tell somebody? Yeah. How to manage sleep mm-hmm. and balance it better? Yeah. I mean, your body has a circadian rhythm, right? So I'd say first thing. When you wake up in the morning, is get sunlight, like signal to your body that I'm awake and get your circadian, like circadian rhythm going and working and then go to bed at the same time and just having that consistency of, of going to bed and winding down at the same time so that your body can catch on to that signal and start to know like, okay, it's time for bed. We're going to go to sleep. It's time to, you know, wind down. Oh, so like put your body in like a like a routine. Yeah, your body catches on to those signals. Your body is so so smart and so in tune with what's going on. So yeah, having like waking up, getting sunlight first thing in the morning, or getting outside, um, and then at nighttime having a nighttime routine. So like me and Jake, we literally it's so funny in high school. It's like I just shut off the lights and I go to bed. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like we have a fan. We have a humidifier, we have a, diffu- a diffuser, and then we have a white noise machine. Whoa! Like whole, you guys got your sleep we, set up. We have it set up, though. Like, we yeah. always, we put lavender in our diffuser at night because it's very calming. We put our fan on low because I like to have airflow so I don't get hot. Yeah. There are also a lot of benefits in sleeping in a cool room. Your mm-hmm. body sleeps better. And then I like the way you said that. Your body sleeps better. I said, <laughs> that sounds so wonderful. Yes. Who doesn't oh, want? I'm just, just gonna put my deep I'm, sleep. I'm like, sorry guys, I've got I gotta put my body to sleep. Yes. It's been hard at work day, but that's so true. Yeah. Like even what you're saying, like you need to put your body to sleep. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Yes. I love that. Yeah. So that's that. always, yeah. Humidifier, it's really, like, especially right now in the winter. Mm-hmm. We don't use it year-round, but we're, we use it right now because it's just, it's dry. Yeah. And then our white noise machine. It's been a game changer. It helps me sleep so much better. And then also the other thing I would say, I feel like is getting to be pretty common knowledge is to not be on your phone before you go to bed. The way I have heard it described, what I really like is when you're staring at your phone at night and then you just shut it off, you have let so much blue light into your eyes. It's like trying to go to sleep in a room with the lights on. Ooh. You know, like your body, like to your body, like you have so much blue light exposure that it takes a long time. It shuts off your melatonin, so your melatonin isn't going to start kicking in until later because it has all that blue light exposure. So for you, like, you might be ready to go to sleep, but for your body, all the lights are still on, and it's not, it doesn't understand that, yeah. you know, it's time to, to wind down and to go to bed. Oh, I didn't even so, know that. That would be, that would be my other one. Or, you know, if you do have to be on your phone or if you have a habit of being on your phone, of using blue light glasses to help kind of block some of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what about... Jumping back to stress management. Yeah. What about if I came to you and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm so horrible. Because I've been working on it. Yeah. Me, personally. I'm not great at managing stress and sometimes go into super panic mode mm-hmm. and get super overwhelmed. Like, what would you say to somebody that's bad at managing stress? I would say a piece of advice I took from someone else that I really love is to schedule stress management or stress relief activities on the even days of the month oh yeah whoa so it's like because you might not be stressed every day if you're not managing your stress you're you're stressed you know if you're not doing actively doing something to manage it you're stressed you might not feel it right now but there's stress in your body and so i i really like that i thought it was really cool of yeah scheduling a stress relief activity on the even days of the month so put like a reminder in your phone or something and it could be you know taking a five minute walk or journaling or doing some deep breathing exercises or some type of meditation something like that that you're always doing it's like if you were um when you take vitamins like you're not you don't just take vitamins when you get sick you should take them all the time so that Mm -hmm. helps your body from getting sick same with stress management you shouldn't just do stress relief activities when you're when you're stressed. like crazy stress yes. overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah, you should do it before the stress even happens, so that you're always on top of it and you're helping your body to not be stressed. That's good. It's kind of a different way of looking at it. instead of like waiting for your body to stress, like be stressed to do mm-hmm. those stress relief activities. Already have them like actively planned into your week. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's good because like you can look forward to them too. Mm-hmm. Like if you plan something, like your stress relief activity was going on a walk or like doing, going on a hike or yeah. something, mm-hmm. you can look forward to it and then I feel like it would help you get through a stressful Yes. Time. And then too, it's, I think when you do stress relief, like when you're actively incorporating stress relief activities into your life and you notice how they make you feel, I think you're also able to notice a lot easier when you are stressed. And when you're in a stressful situation and you're able to remove yourself from it a lot easier or, you know, like you're breathing all the time. If you're in a stressful situation that you're like, I can't get out of this right now, but I can do some deep breathing exercises while I'm in this situation. There's always things that you can do, but I think just starting to do it consistently will help you to lower your stress and then also 
be able to get out of those stressful situations and that stressful headspace faster. Yeah. Yeah. Because you said like deep breathing exercises and Mm -hmm. meditation. So Mm -hmm. what about if somebody's never done that before? Or like how did, where would they look? Mm -hmm. Like I don't even know what a deep breathing exercise is. I don't even know how to meditate. Like what resource would you tell them to turn to? YouTube is a great resource. There's all sorts of like, you can look up deep breathing exercises on there. A really easy one that I do is the four, seven, eight breathing method. And so you inhale for four seconds, hold for seven seconds and exhale for eight seconds. So that just is a really easy, there's so many, there's like a box breathing method where you inhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, and then hold for four seconds again. There's a lot of different methods, but again, yeah, YouTube, like even sometimes at night, sometimes that's a part of our sleep routine. We'll open a video on YouTube and do like a breathing exercise. Or on Spotify, I like to listen to... It's 528 frequency music, and it's it's just a frequency that helps. Again, it's kind of that music that you hear like in yoga classes that's more of just frequencies and it's like music, mm-hmm. and that's a really easy one. I'll pull open and listen to. Like sometimes if I'm driving and there's traffic, I'll put that on. Oh, just like, yeah. Because yeah. it just helps you be more mindful, and it is very relaxing, and, and I think that music holds a lot of power and can influence the way that you feel. So that's something I'm a big believer in is like those different frequencies and being able to, or, you know, like it's similar to stuff with like sound baths or that kind Mm -hmm. of, those kind of frequencies that kind of trigger different parts of your brain. Mm -hmm. So those would be my go-to is finding a breathing exercise you like on YouTube or looking up a playlist on Spotify of 528 frequency. And I think it just helps you be more mindful too. It kind of gets like, okay, I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to be mindful. I'm going to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you're just starting out, because stress relief activities usually are very, something that's very like mindful and intentional. If you're a person that often feels very kind of frantic, cluttered, things get chaotic, I think five minutes is a great place to start because it's long enough to kind of get you into that headspace. But sometimes when we're like, I have to do this for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, you end up not doing it mm-hmm. because you're you get distracted too easily or so I think with anyone I, I think you should build up your time and your frequency of it so I think five minutes is a great place to start five minutes is long enough to go out on a little walk around the block it's long enough to do some breathing exercises it's long enough to sit down and journal it's a really easy amount of time to dedicate to doing stress relief mm-hmm. and then I think as you start to see the benefits then from there you can start to kind of up the time okay I'm gonna go on a walk for 10 minutes today or I'm going to do these deep breathing exercises and then I'm gonna write in my journal. But I would say between like five and 20 minutes, I think is kind of your sweet spot. Yeah. Of it's usually easy, it's easy to find even 20 minutes usually in your day to go on a walk or yeah. read or do those different things. But then yeah, again, starting small and building up to it, I think is is the best course for anyone that's wanting to get started in that. That's funny because I feel like in my head, mm-hmm. I love walking, but I never go on walks anymore. Uh-huh. I love, I love walking. Yes. I love going for walks. I can't even remember the last time I just went on a walk. Mm-hmm. Thinking about, I'm like, I have 20 minutes. Yeah. I totally have 20 minutes, yes. let alone like 20 minutes every other day. Uh-huh. 
in my head for some reason. I don't know why I'm like, oh, I don't have time. Because I think I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going on a walk. It's got to be like an hour. Yes. But like 20 uh-huh. minutes is a nice walk. Yeah. And everybody has 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So you said, give us like a solid list. Give us. Yeah. Give us. us. Me and this little microphone right here. <laughs> give us like a solid good list mm-hmm. of five stress relief activities. Yeah. We'll start with walking. And when you're walking, listening to a podcast can be great. Yes. Um, yes, listen, yes, to, listen a to a podcast. podcast. <laughs> or listen to relaxing music. Mm-hmm. I would stray away from listening to, you're just, you, you know. But oh, it I depends know. on what type yeah. of walk you're going on. Yeah. If you're going on a hawker walk, you're like, I just want to oh, feel yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And listen to fun music. You know what song you listened to this morning? What? Um, oh, my phone's not down here. Um foot fungus oh yeah see if you're just going on if you just want a fun walk then throw on your music yeah if you're like i need to de-stress then put on like a podcast educate yourself put on some calming music yeah so yeah a walk and then journaling i think is great putting a lot of times the thoughts in our head feel so much bigger and scarier than they are and then when you put them down on paper you're like okay this is okay that's so true yeah that's so so like i can't even tell you how many times I've written something down mm-hmm. that I'm like super stressed or worried yeah. about, and then you write it down, and when it's in front of you, mm-hmm. it's not that scary. It's not that scary. Yeah. Yeah. And too, when I think when you're, if you're feeling really chaotic and frustrated, yeah, frantic in your head, writing it down on paper helps clarify a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, journaling, going on a walk, doing the deep breathing exercises, and again, the four, seven, eight in the box breathing are two really good ones meditation the cat she, she can't jump up on the counter oh so she gosh. makes me put she her just, up there yeah oh. um meditation exercises and again youtube is a great place to look for those or even like on spotify or apple music or those kind of things a lot of times you can put in those different breathing exercises meditation and it will pull up some type time, of yeah. really you just only need the audio with stress relief you want to make sure you're not doing stress avoidance so that's where you want to you don't want to just watch tv or scroll on your phone or those things are often are a lot like easier mindless to do. That's, yes they're like mindless, mindless not mindful. mindful exactly oh yeah. yes there we go that's yes. good yeah so yeah avoiding those like mindless activities but sometimes taking a shower or taking a nap can also be a really great stress relief activity. Like when you're feeling so overwhelmed, sometimes like just taking like a nice hot shower or just like giving yourself 20 minutes to just close your eyes and not think about anything can also be a really great. Mm-hmm. Of course, like the stress isn't going to go away, but when you wake up or when you know come back kind of to real life, you'll feel a lot more calm, have a lot more clarity and be able to go about the things a lot better yeah that's good so, thank you, there you have that's it. Perfect. well to finish up a little bit yeah what is there like anything that every single client that you have mm-hmm. has <clears throat> the same issue like is there like a consistent problem that you see all the time mm-hmm. something that everybody can work on yeah I think people's biggest thing I just think everyone just wants to feel good in their bodies Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that I see like across the board with anyone I talk to or any clients or anything like that is people just want to feel good in their bodies. And of course, with people, there's going to be a little bit like there's going to be a different approach to all of those. 
one of the biggest things that I see with people. What people need, a lot of times I see, is they need to know how to get their gut moving. They eat really healthy, but they still have, you know, a lot of indigestion or they feel bloated or these things because they're, yes, they're getting, they've gotten in the, like, they're starting to get in good things, but they don't have a way to get rid of the bad things, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And so that's probably one of the biggest things I've seen lately with people is understanding how to get their gut moving and giving their gut the necessary probiotics and digestive enzymes and sometimes when it's necessary a detox to get rid of those bad things and help your body cycle through those things to like allow your body to benefit from the good things what's one thing usually that that could help everybody get their gut moving i'll give you three give me i'll give you three even better three because i think they go all hand in hand yes um first off you hear all the time is probiotics but your gut thrives off of probiotics so like eating them or like taking one or i think personally i take a probiotic just so i know that i'm getting in enough i think like i try and eat probiotics as well like you know pickles yogurt kefir all those types of things but it can be really hard for you to be able to get your probiotics only from food to get like enough so probiotics do you like brands you recommend yeah because there's probably garbage ones yes and that is where you have to be careful don't go don't buy don't buy supplements from costco (laughs) that's like the one thing i tell people like costco's awesome buy your like they have so many great things don't buy your supplements from um the one i use is one from doTERRA called pb assist that i really love because it's a pre and a probiotic so it has both of those. Another brand is Seed, and they're also the same. Theirs is a pre and probiotic. Um, there's a brand called Ritual that has some good oh, ones. I just got Ritual Vitamins. Oh, yeah. I think I listen to a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of them are sponsored by Ritual. Yes. And I was like, you know, I'm going to give in. Mm-hmm. One, they're beautiful. They're yeah. so beautifully. It's always they're fun just, when they're, yeah. yeah. And they're so nice. I've never taken a supplement mm-hmm. that has, like, f- not flavor it, but they have, but like. But it doesn't taste just doesn't, like yeah. the it's supplement. It's like citrusy. Yeah. It's like okay, citrusy yeah. mint. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Sorry. Sorry, no, you're good. Yeah, the ritual. And then there's some really good, like, if you're going, those are all ones that you can buy online. If you're going to, like, a health food store, um, Garden of Life has some good ones. I would just say. For probiotic, the biggest thing that you want is a diversity in your probiotics. The more diverse, like, probiotics you have, the healthier your gut is going to be. So you want a big variety of different probiotics. So, yeah, probiotics and then fiber is a big one, making sure that you're getting in enough fiber in your day because that helps, you know, your body obviously break things down. Remember, uh, I was going to say our, I feel like I shouldn't say our middle school on the podcast, even though most people know who it is Uh or what it is. But remember the song they'd play in the hallway? The the fiber. Uh -uh. You don't remember that? No. Like how they'd play songs in between each class. Like to let you know how much time you had left and the music stops, you had a minute left to get to class. But they'd play that fiber song and it would, it was like fiber. So very good for you, fiber. Really? It helps the food get through. You know, you don't remember that? I don't remember Everybody that. Everybody needs a little fiber. I'm sure I'm not the only one. No, I'm sure you're not. They played it, like, literally, I swear, the whole time I went there. The only thing I remember 
about the music they played is I remember one time they played Little Lion Man, but it was like the explosive. <laughs> Wait a second. That's, that's a that's a vulgar. That's word. the only song I. Like, I think I remember, I remember that. Songs, yeah, I just remember that was a big thing. So I was like, oh, Little Lion Man. Yes, that's funny. Oh man, no, I don't. Yeah. But that's a great yeah. fiber a great song about fiber. Yeah, just to help you to remind you. Yeah, to remind fiber. you to eat fiber. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's number two, fiber. Number two is fiber, and then the last one is digestive enzymes, which has some been something I recently started taking. And I've really, really loved because you get enzymes from your food, but the food that we eat nowadays, like your fruits and vegetables obviously are really great. They have a lot of great health benefits, but the like soil things are grown in is so much more depleted of nutrients than it used to be. And so again, just like with probiotics, it's really hard to get all the necessary enzymes to like in your diet from just foods Mm -hmm. so i started doing like in the morning probiotic and digestive enzymes and then at night i take digestive enzymes and i it's been i love it it's been such a game changer for me i feel like my digestive system feels so good and they're like you can take in the morning and night if you go out and eat somewhere and you feel bloated after whatever you don't always have 100% 100% control over what food you're eating or what they're using to like, yeah. cook those foods and whatnot. Taking a digestive enzyme can be really helpful. Yeah. So that those are my three that I think go like all go together. Probiotics, digestive enzymes, and then getting in fiber. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Yes. Well, I mean, do you have anything else? That's that's all. Oh, I feel like I just got so much good information for me selfish, selfishly, Sluff, selfishly, selfishly. Wow. Is there anything else? Anything else you're you, you're dying for everybody to know? Oh man, I would just say going into the new year, a lot of people are setting goals, and I think a great thing to do is to when you look at your goals, shift them from. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm not going to have any sugar. I'm not going to more positive. Like I'm going to incorporate more vegetables in my day. I'm going to go, I'm going to get in more steps. Just like shift your perspective. Start a probiotic. I'm going to start a probiotic. Start taking digestive enzymes. That's yes. what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. Crowd out your life with all the good things instead of like restricting yourself of the bad things. And I think you'll feel a lot better and you won't, a lot of times when we set goals, the second you don't do one, you're like, I'm a failure, I yeah. suck. And that just is not, the like, the reality of things is, like, you're going to have good days and bad days, but taking those small steps and being consistent, that's been a big word for me the past couple of years is just consistency. Um, consistency over perfection. A, yes, exactly. Don't, when you're setting your goals, if you fail one day, don't throw everything else in the trash. Yeah. Just continue to be consistent and you'll feel great and you'll see results and progress. Yes. yes. Yay. Thank you, Taylor. That <laughs> was you. so good. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you everybody for listening. All, all y'all out there. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did because I feel like I just, I feel like I just took a health seminar. I feel so educated and I'm so excited. I feel like I want to go do, I like want to go to the store right now and get a probiotic and a digestive enzyme. I want to start planning even days of the month, Mm -hmm. stress relief, start doing those breathing exercises. Yes. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great week. And don't forget, follow the podcast Instagram. The Instagram name is the hint of everything podcast. Go follow it. For updates, 
new episodes, for a little behind the scenes, little whatever. But yeah, also rate and review. Save the podcast so that you're notified every time a new episode comes out. And other than that, there's, there's your, your hint, hint of everything. everything. Okay, see ya. Yeah.